Hi everybody, welcome to the latest edition of the Anime Limited podcast being recorded on the 11th of June 2015. I am marketing executive for Anime Limited, Mr. Jeremy Graves, joined in the office studio by head of marketing, Carrie Kasson. Yo. Product manager, Kat Hall. Hi. And El Presidente of Anime Limited, Mr. Andrew Potteridge. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so that's his involvement for the show, everyone. He's not actually here. I, actually I am instead outside enjoying the lovely weather right now. I actually did just have a Cornetto, so... That, that's been a big talking point in the office this week because it's been such good weather, like the perfect ice cream, which I think this is a very valid debate for the There's podcast. no debate, it's Calypso. That's I'm more of a Exactly, Calypso. Well done. We didn't know what to do with Twisters. They're attempting to fist bump, if you're wondering what that really random yeah, noise was. Twisters are good. Twisters are good, too. Is it pineapple ice cream? In the spiral bit. Really? Twisters are... Come on, Kat. Come on, Kat. Tell the audience. Twisters are awesome. Yeah, they have the pineapple ice cream in the swirl. I like the round trees. Popsicles, the... Oh, the fruit pastel. Uh-huh. Popsicles, you and your Americanized sayings, <laughs> Kerry. Ice lollies, <laughs> Wow, okay, no need to sound like Yoda going back to Tesco now. Uh, I'm quite, I know you're short, but you're not green. Uh, I, I am quite partial to a Calippo, I won't lie. Yeah. Calippo. Wow, no, no reaction to that. The the orange one. Is it Calypso? No, it's one really in the weird cal- packaging. It, it's it's like a tube. It's Calypso. Yeah. yeah. Is it Calypso? You're like yeah. a tube. No yeah. Sorry, I couldn't not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know anymore. More slang you must learn now you are here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like okay, yeah. It's a Scottish it, it's thing. Just a friendly piece of endearing Scottish terminology. I'm sorry. Joe, I'm I really misread that. I thought you were going to say that up here. Calypso is called Calypso. I was wondering if there was that much divide between England and well, Scotland. I thought it was called Calypso. No, it's Calypso. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Calypso. Tweet us. If it's not called Calypso, I've, I've not grown up. If it's up not it. called Calypso... <laughs> yeah. Can we, we take a quick look on me? Are we seriously Googling Calypso? Oh. No. Wow, okay. Well, is it not C-E-L-Y-3? Well, well, okay, well, well, well while in the meantime, no, during this what, what, what <laughs> piece of information we have to verify... <laughs> So, well, 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 while we're uh, googling oh, yeah. this fact, it's, it's, it is definitely Calippo. I will but, yeah. eat my words. I, I yeah, feel vindicated. You might be able to, you know, license anime and rebrand it however you want, but you can't rebrand Calippo's. You can't just add an S in there. Can and did. <laughs> Speaking of anime. Uh, looking forward to a few of our releases. Tiger and Bunny The Rising is going to be out later this month on June 29th. Very excited about that. It's been a long wait, but it's going to be worth it. And Kill the Kill Part 3, for those of you wondering, we are on target for the 29th of June, where you will actually be able to get the, the stuff out the rigid box so you can actually get the disc out. Always helpful. Yeah, we. Um, it was kind of... I know a lot of people were a little upset that it was delayed, but seriously, when you can't get the product out of the box, we consider that a fairly significant production issue. And we really had to fix it. It wasn't just like it was a little bit sticky. You couldn't get it out of the damn thing. So, but all yeah. is but all is on target though. That's the main thing. All is on target. Then moving on from there, coming out very soon, we have got 009 Re's Cyborg, Collector's Edition and Standard DVD version. Collector's Edition will be a three-disc set, the first disc including the film in both 2D and 3D, mind you. Not many anime releases over here that get that kind of treatment. Then the second disc, the DVD disc, which will also be the disc as will be found in the Standard Edition 
standard edition DVD version, got that out eventually, <laughs> will contain the main feature and a couple of extra bits as well. Then, the bonus third disc, exclusive to the collector's edition version, will include some behind-the-scenes featurettes and more, and one of the behind-the-scenes bits, actually, is Kenji Kamiyama and the production team going to the Ishinomori Museum to look at the history of his titles, which is really cool to see. And if you like Kamen Rider, that might make an appearance in it as well. Just saying. And then, of course, from that, we've also got Space Dandy Season 2 and then the Woo! Season 1 and 2 box set coming out. It's coming along really smoothly for that. We're just waiting for approvals at the moment on that. But in terms of QC carries, I know you've been handling that. It's, yep. it's been going good. Oh, man. Like, I know I keep banging on about Space Dandy because it is super awesome. But holy crap, like, Season 2 is beyond all, like... Ah! It's so good. And I can understand why Kat was losing her mind for the Finally. last... How many months? Ten months? Uh, since September. Yeah, since year. September. About <laughs> none of us having finished Watch Season 2. It's and a long time. It's, I, I've read around some people going, ooh, I'm trying to stick with it, but I can't. And seriously, just watch it. Just let all your preconceptions go and enjoy the thing. And then when you see Season 2, your mind is going to be goddamn blown. <laughs> it was awesome. And I was, <laughs> I was actually QCing it. And it was the very last episode where shocking things happen. And I actually like was like, <gasps> and, and I could hear Kat laughing. Um, so we, we, we were so good. We were also quite so concerned good. you were having a mild heart attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope for two seasons and a movie, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've talked jokingly about making a, a film. I don't know if it's actually happening or not, yeah. but it's been it's mentioned before. Mm. But seriously, you guys, like, holy moly, stick with it. It is really good. And I think it's one of the cleverest um, series I've seen. Uh, I genuinely enjoyed it. It's very, very worth it. And season two is a lot richer than season one. Plus, music in season two is pretty phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. It's really good, and you should watch it. And, and it looks amazing on Blu-ray. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, it's because Blu-ray, holy crap, it is pin sharp and gorgeous, just as good as season one. Yeah, I was just going to write because I helped out with some of the QC for the DVD, and it was look looking pretty phenomenal on that. I'm yeah. really looking forward to watching season two. But if you've not checked out season one, everybody, and you're looking to do so, why not head over to our shop at alltheanime.com, where for this month. Our deal of the month is Space Dandy Season 1 Blu-ray Collector's Edition for only $24.99. Yeah, it's a bargain. Or, or if you have a Netflix account, you can actually watch the complete show at this point as well. Yeah. There is like, that option as well. Buy. The, the Collector's Edition makes it worthwhile to actually buy the physical edition, though, because all of the... Like, they do a lot of parody artwork, don't they, Kat? Yeah. Like, kind of... Yeah. For all the cover arts for the Japanese release. It's a shame we can't do ten volume releases, <laughs> isn't it, Kat? No. How, how could we handle that? Um, by making art cards. Whoa! Art <laughs> cards! How many did you make? This is the best product placement ever! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was mm, like funny I do like eating this way. pizza. Pizza! Well, it's <laughs> space by Coca-Cola! What? <laughs> it reminds me, of, reminds me of the whole John Oliver FIFA thing. <laughs> if you actually want to see an initial glimpse of how Space Dandy Season 2 will look, if you head, head over to our shop and look at the Space Dandy Season 2 Collector's Edition listings, you can see a provisional art version of how the entire release will look. Say what? Oh yeah, and I know we mentioned this before, but season two collector's edition box art is uh, a special commissioned artwork. 
it's exclusive as well. Exclusive yeah. to the UK and to this release, so... I know there's mixed opinions as well, like uh, like often it is a very nice and noisy artwork. Mm-hmm. Like kind of in theme with the space dandy uh, opening sequence actually, yeah. quite a bit of it. Like and that's kind of what we were going for there, so it's kind of deliberately busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very nice as well, it's like you kind of drew the rough outline, didn't you? They kind of went precisely <laughs> Very with it. rough outline. That was terrifying. I was so worried they would We should include it. a signed copy in every edition of the original <laughs> sketch no, of the concept that's art. That could be far away in an email somewhere. We don't need to see of that. the cat concept art. <laughs> it was just cats. I've actually just yeah. watermarked all the product with it when cat wasn't looking. <laughs> oh, thanks. Cat was here, spelt with a Z, of course. <laughs> Uh, and I guess looking forward to some of our other titles, Sword Art Online 2 is coming along swimmingly, for those of you wondering. Yeah, it's actually moving ahead very quickly, and it's like pretty happy with how it's coming out, actually. We uh, just received our white sample in, which was perfectly done. Um, also signed off on that, just waiting on the uh, the boring stuff now, the, the actual design grids and such, but moving surprisingly well ahead just now. It's off to, to the BBFC this week as well, so to be signed off and certified very shortly too. And if you have a look at our recent newswire and on our social media channels, in fact, on our shop listing as well, you can find the provisional artwork for how our how our Sword Art Online 2 Part 1 release will look, including what the art book, what the big collector's box will look like. So that's looking pretty out. snazzy. That'll come out in August. There might even be some copies ready for MCM in Manchester. Mm. Do not hold us to if that. Not, yeah. <laughs> if not before that, then like, definitely by uh, KetoCon time. Oh, speak, speaking of um, MCM Manchester, we're going to be there, folks, and tickets are going fast from what we've been hearing, so if you want to get in there, get in there, and if you're a Dandy fan, get in there. Mm-hmm. We, we hear, although nothing has been made public, we hear that there might be a nice guest there for, for it from Japan as well, mm. so expect the, the usual affairs. Whole team is going to be there as well, yeah. so that'll be a nice... nice uh, you know, adventure to Manchester and all, all Manchester right. fans will get a chance to, to come over and have a chat with us. I like Manchester. It's Moan at really, us if you want to, you know. It's got a really <laughs> nice cinema which just moved venues, actually, mm. I believe. I think the corner house just moved, didn't it? I like, it's, it's got a new, like, I know it has a new venue, I just didn't know if it had completed the move yet. I think mm. it moved at the end of last, maybe the end of the year, actually. I've not been down in a while. But, like, mm. it's a really cool venue. Like, I, I tend to like check like because i deal with film a lot and such we mm. we tend to go to a lot of um well i say we i tend to go to a lot of cinema screens and such mm-hmm. um speaking of actually we actually just soft launch on a separate note um mm. like the festival i run as well scotland loves anime in france obviously not named scotland loves anime at this point anime. it's um called paris loves anime uh, the, the website is called parisloves.anime.com as well and i think if you take a wee look at it, you'll see maybe one or two of the films which will appear this year. And, and, and can we just say, boy, did Paris love anime? Because the first film that they had out there was the the first Attack on Titan animated film, wasn't it, yeah. Andrew? And the, the screening, I think it's fair to say it did alright, because it, there was scheduled for one screen in, in this eight-screen cinema, and it ended up taking up four screens. So yeah, that's kind of how the, well it did. This isn't just any cinema as well. It was the, the Grand Rex, which is actually a protected building it's a it's oh, okay. one of the landmark buildings for art deco wow. um if you are particularly architecturally inclined or design inclined it's beautiful as a venue has one of the biggest cinema screens in europe it's got a 2038 seat screen holy crap which is really cool wow. yeah it's 
huge, very huge. Like they do a lot of um, really big film there. I don't want to be there with the air conditioning. And literally breaks. a big film with um, <laughs> literally a big thing with Attack on Titan. You'd need that size of screen to fit a Titan in. Er. Just peering over the screen. <laughs> Just keeping an eye for people recording. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Good shout, actually. But uh, and for those of you wondering, regarding Scott and Love's anime, should be some news coming soon. That's all we can say for now. And we've also got obviously, like in terms of events, we also apart from MTM Manchester, so. July is a very busy month for, for Anime Limited. We have mm-hmm. Japan Expo at the beginning of the month in Paris, um, which, where we will be. We have a pretty, pretty awesome stand actually lined up there. So we'll, if you can't make it, we'll definitely be taking some photos of the stand and such um, for people to, to see and get a, a brief glimpse. If you imagine, like, both MCM May and October in London and then add them together, very literally in terms of audience numbers. It's we'll insane. Get so... There's that at the beginning of the month in Paris for, for our French team and us. Then we have MCM Manchester as we get down the like the weeks into the 24th, so it's 25th and 26th, isn't it? Um, uh, which uh, will be there for that. Uh, with a few cool surprises, a few cool things on sale on top of DVDs and Blu-rays. And a few panels and such as well. Um, then the week after we actually split up a wee bit. We go from, uh, like, well, we go, one, like, Jeremy goes one way, me, I go another way, and so we take, uh, Jeremy's managing KetaCon, so he'll be there giving a panel, I'll be at NomCon in Dublin, um, and between yep. us, we will... Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, KetaCon, you got stuck with me. I was going to say, more sorry, NomCon, you're stuck with me. Yeah. So, um, speaking of new releases as well, um, like, diverging from summer and such, what are you working on just now, Kat? I am working on Prisma Ilia. And Fousey as well. So, two good titles. Um, Do you have anything in mind from just now? Did you? Um, I really like the Japanese box art and like the way it's set out for Prisma Ilia. So I might, I'm probably just going to stick quite closely to that. Because Magical School Girls are kind of your, yeah, your thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they are. <laughs> Sorry. If you can <laughs> see that, that's the sinister. The amount of passion that Cat has for Cardcaptor Sakura is insane. So trust me, folks, if you want a great release, the desk is basically a Cardcaptor Kaon style shrine. I know one is magical schoolgirl, one is actual schoolgirls. But, you know, between them, Cat has built a a small shrine at her desk. A shrine to schoolgirls. Yeah, yeah, personally, it should be good once I get the designs back for that as well, because the brief's just been tied up now. Um, We'll hopefully get pack shots up in the next, I'm going to say the next month. Um, Fousey I'm quite excited for as well because a lot of the artwork for the book is gorgeous. I'm really excited to put that one together in a brief. Um, it was a good film as well. It was at SLA t- 2030. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Um, yeah, so pretty psyched for that one. and Yeah, it's good. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. You've one or two secret projects as well, don't you? I do. Indeed. Stay tuned for those. <laughs> and on that note, folks, we're going to take this a little bit differently here because this is the end of what I'm calling segment one, for want of a better word. Because when we come back, we're going to be answering your questions. So for you, it's a matter of seconds. For us, it's a matter of about 24 hours. Talk to you soon. Bye. And we're back 24 hours later with the Q&A portion, the Ask Anime Limited portion of the programme, if you will. On to the questions. We put out the call on Facebook and Twitter. Let's begin with Facebook. And dun, dun, dun. Andrew. Yeah. From Ruben. 
Hello, is, Ruben. Is there any chance of getting the commentaries onto the extras for our upcoming Bacano release? Uh, looking into it just now, so it's not impossible. Um, first, I need to actually still get that signed piece of paper which authorises access to video first, but apart from that, yes, hopefully. For a few people, actually, any update on Full Metal Panic? It's funny when people should ask about that one, actually. It's, um, like, it's nice to see people remember it, actually. It is advancing just now. We're waiting to see a sample of the Japanese HD video to see how it compares to the current US video, because there might be some cost savings that can be done there working with people like Funimation on discs, for example, if quality is actually basically the same. Um, depends, there's a few titles where it's actually going to be basically the same, so working on that and just waiting for the packaging assets to come in. Um, shouldn't be too slow after that, to be honest, to put together. I mean, it's one of those projects where the discs are in good quality from the USA, for example. It create like it's easy to create something like something really cool packaging wise quite quickly because the discs actually for for what people may not know take up most of the time and effort actually mm -hmm. in like in the process. Well, it depends. It depends on the project. An ultimate edition does take a lot of time for approval too, but when one half of it is already solved, it makes life a lot easier on the other part. Um, yeah, like actually, we took a look at the French copy recently, which I've been. Hunting for in the office actually ever since. Um, it's kind of gotten lost among the, the boxes we have here. But um, there's some really cool artwork in a book there, really small size book, so we're hoping to do something a bit, bit larger, but we'll get back to people on that. There will definitely be an update soon, folks. It's coming. We yes, the, the, long, the TLDR is it's moving. It's in line for, for later Q4, and um, we'll get back to people soon. Um, there's been similar questions about Escaflonia. I'm not preempting a question. No, no, go for like it. Here, um, uh, like a similar Escaflonia stuff. That one is a more complex project. Mm -hmm. We are still shooting for towards the end of the year, but the the challenges with it are like a pr like they're not hyper intense but like it's creating the director's cut which takes a bit of time as you have to go through each episode working at precisely what needs to be retranslated and all the subs need to be retimed if there is new content so it's a pretty hardcore job actually so we're working pretty hard now it's actually going out to someone who's a bit of a specialist on the the subject of this kind of project which is uh, Justin Savakis actually um, because we like it's a project which it, it's close to a lot of people's hearts but it requires a lot of attention to do so we're working on that and we've taken a look at some really cool editions of Escaflone from around the world and gathering together what we can what we can do to at least match that mm. or what, what's possibly feasible it, it's Escaflone I think it's fair to say just from what you said Andrew that it, this title is really a completely different ball game compared to potentially anything else we've done mainly well, I suppose one of the big things because of the director's cut version it's, yeah. it's, it's like a massive curveball and compared to what else has been included and actually given the kind of title it is it's less about like, like traditionally so how retail works normally is you list a title one quarter in advance at least um, and it goes online so people can pre-order it um, and like it kind of works because you need to solicit to people like HMB, Zavi, like, like well not Zavi, eight, like physical stores as well but this is kind of really an online product so like I mean like Guerin Legan for example sold the majority of its product 
through places like Amazon, for example. And I feel for an Ultimate Edition, given the, the size of it, it's hard for retailers to put on shelves in physical stores. So probably what we're going to do with Escaflone is, unlike the usual anime limited affair, which I, I joke about where titles slip slide around release date wise due to delays, but are listed. What we would do in this case is it won't be listed until basically I know everything is into production on it, so there is no no risk of a delay or a Garen Lagan Ultimate Edition style where you feel pressured into getting it moving on like on a precise schedule when you're not like well, like where there's any room for a, a concern on it. You know, not say you rush for product, but where you you don't have time to check every component as it comes in, for example. For example, Escaflone in France, when it had its collector's DVD edition many moons ago, like, you know, ten years ago, like five, ten years ago from Dybex, had tarot cards from Escaflone in it, but to do that, they had to painstakingly re-vectorize and redraw every single one to do it in colour. Holy crap! For example, <laughs> that took a lot of time and effort, and it's like, it, we're not saying we're going to do that necessarily, but, like, I'd love to do something... Something cool. I mean, one of the ideas we played we played around with a lot of ideas basically, and I'll not give it away actually. In fact, now, but we've mm. got some cool ideas. Mm. And don't forget that you are talking about a is it twenty six episodes? Yes, and twenty six episodes in a movie. So you're doing and, that, and another twenty six episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so you're doing that Blu Ray, DVD, English, and in Japanese, and then, the and then the director's cut. So it's adding another. Mm chunk of work on top of that so this all this does take a, an insane amount of time yeah. to go through so we we try our best um uh but yeah stuff takes a long time so. i think perhaps one way to sum it up is that we're really just going to take our time with this and it's not to obviously imply it's never going to come out but no, in the sense that we're really just going to take the time and make sure it's that a, this thing is It's perfect. a relatively straightforward project, at least. Mm. Unlike, it's not like we're going to take our time in a... Like, and I feel it's self-parody at this point. Yeah. Like, we're not going to, <laughs> to take our time in the way that, you know, the Shinkai collection or something, or 009 took to release. Um, it, like, it's just a case of there's no point in listing it until we're 100% ready to go on this one, I feel, mm -hmm. until the discs are... At least the discs are basically delivered to Sony, for example, for or for, like for for print. At that point, I'll be comfortable enough to do it. Mm. Moving on to Twitter, do you think that anime is a medium? Sorry, do you think that anime as a medium is often hamstrung by titles frequently going out of print? Interesting question. Uh, I don't think it is necessarily in any more sense than you know, like like, than anything else going out of print. I mean, it happens, but... Like, I don't think it's actually that common an event for anime going out of print. I mean... Not now. It, it was more, so, like, sort of focusing on the UK market specifically. Like, when ADV went down, a load of things went out of print. And then when Bees went down as well, you know, things went out of print. But titles are getting licensed rescued, as it were. And there are some which... I think it's pretty fair to say some which may never come back out. That were just sort of yeah. probably lost in the annals of time, which is a, a phrase that my friend friend of mine likes to use. But also the other thing now, and if you want me to cut this out, and you do say, no. but I think another advantage in some ways is that people can still legally get hold of titles in some way, be it through a second hand market, or be it 
heck, just to throw it out there, say because I know what is it, Angela? Some Australian licenses have a twenty-five year contract cycle, don't they? No, or, like, I'm sure I heard that once from somewhere. But like, there's the odd show which has a ridiculously long contract. Only cycle. stuff from like the like the real cowboy days of contracts back in the eighties or seventies mm. would have anything as crazy as that and they'll be expiring now yeah well I guess actually that's probably a fine example then like if it was one of those sorts of titles where it's had a really old long term contract there may still be a way to get hold of a legal copy of it yeah absolutely if that answers the question I can't remember exactly where I was going with that I don't think it like the the long short is I don't think it actually does hamstring anime in the UK Uh, like only when there's a uh, like a really exceptional issue like so I mean the only thing I can think of where that does really eat in is something like Neon Genesis Evangelion yeah. where the rights are completely unavailable for any price at the moment even with an HD remaster coming in Japan um, and that's kind of one of the hallmark titles but everything else if it's a big title it's going to be available somewhere mm. I guess moving on to an upcoming question then because we just mentioned it if an opportunity arises to try and get the EVA box, is it something you you want? Uh, yes, absolutely, but so does everyone else in the entire industry on the planet. <laughs> so I imagine there's going to be a very long line uh, when it does come up as an option. And honestly, if I were the, the person selling them, I would be prioritising the likes of Funimation right now over anyone else for, for English-speaking rights, given the current situation for, for those poor souls. Mm. Um, uh, I saw a very entertaining one about Evangelion 3 earlier when the HMB listed it for um, 2018. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. <laughs> I, I really feel bad. Like, I mean, like if, if people are listening and they, they do feel like aggrieved, I would cut like the, the, the like manga and um, like Funimation a wee bit of slack on it because it's it's certainly not through want of them to not release it mm-hmm. but it's not out put it like that I mean it's now, if anyone ever would try and imply or insinuate that they're clearly just that they don't want to release it no yeah no 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 <laughs> trust me they want to get it out Andrew fake collide liner Prisma Ilia yeah a question relating to that as we have rights to the first season, does that mean we have rights to the second season? Uh, or the third one, in fact, uh, as well. No, unfortunately it does not. Um, when you don't have the rights to the second one in particular, I don't know who has them in the UK just now. Um, I know Sentai have them in the USA, I believe. Yes. Because they have the first season as well. Yeah, they definitely have the first uh, season. Like, um, it passed us by for one reason or another, so I'm afraid not for... We'll look into it, though. Any chance of us releasing any early Miyazaki or Takahata works? <laughs> That's a very specific question. I'm sure we've had that one before at some point. But um, the, the answer remains the same, which is, unfortunately... Like, I would love to, yeah. and it does fit with our kind of remit, but kind of, like, it, it's a very difficult one. Um... I will be very interested in seeing where it like, like if anything shows up from, from that particular period. I think there's definitely room for some of the titles, but the trouble is the top ones which have been released so far, like Sherlock Hang, just haven't moved the, the dial in the UK. And so it's, like, it's not that it's conclusive evidence that just attaching Miyazaki's name or, Takah- or Takahata's name, for example, just, like, it certainly is 
it's not conclusive it doesn't sell it but like it doesn't help it either I think so I think the show has to be right for it moving on to a couple of production questions as we wind this down now so first of all you guys seem to be the only company in the UK who make their own masters so can you talk about that um well I can talk I was thinking am I the only one who does uh, for Blu-ray, maybe, um, but it's it's not really shocking stuff. It, it's a lot more work because you have to gather all the assets up. But everyone should be QCing their discs when they come in. Whoever is responsible for for offering them, and like that's a, that's a lesson we learned very early on, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, there's not like it, it's a difficult one to talk about because I'm not sure what the the actual answer is beyond it's uh it's definitely a trial by fun it's taken us two years to get really a hundred percent on top of it but it does you in good stead for the future afterwards mm. um wouldn't have it any other way to be honest if we can avoid like if we could avoid it to be mm. honest even if we could avoid it in fact mm. Mm. right here's one then now that more uk us and australian distributors are releasing premium or collector's edition products does this allow for more opportunities to share costs between companies, for example, like MVM's Lull in the Sea premium release? I suppose it does for, for a lot of people, but you see, my problem with that, in a nutshell, is that it is lazy and potentially boring. Um, for example, it works for a company if you are a small outfit with other focuses, like, for example, MVM with Lull in the Sea, their focus is very much as a like a, from a retail point of view, and they they do they pick up great titles and they're willing to consider creative strategies to make them work, and by doing that they get access to approved assets for books, boxes etc. soundtracks even sometimes that are not normally available, which is like it's a very smart strategy and it makes it available lo- a product available locally you would otherwise have to import. My issue is a very old-school product designer point of view of I would much rather build my own deluxe edition if we were doing it and build it for... Not like for like for the audience we have been building up over time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we're opposed to cost-sharing where there's something smart to save. Like, if someone's done... If you're working on a really good master, say we're working on the Escaflone one and Australia says we'd really like to to share the disc there, it makes sense. But, they like, just due to the distance a lot of product has to travel, especially if you produce it within the European Union or America, then it just doesn't make much sense. And then, like, to share the packaging goods, because the cost of shipping, the cost of, like, of import tax, etc. Then you have to, if there's a problem with any of the units, getting replacements can be really tough if you don't hold the original contract for even the replacements we did for Garen Legan, for example, would not have been possible if it had been produced in another territory, for example, and we just bought parts in. So uh, like so like I think it does present opportunities for, for cost saving for companies, but I think ultimately it if you go too far one direction, you're effectively stealing yeah, you're stealing your own creativity in what makes a collector's edition unique. Um, it's not that you shouldn't be willing to change things though, based on others, like on on people's feedback or such. But it doesn't mean you should li- necessarily be. It's not necessarily going to be any cost saving anyway mm. by by sharing parts. 
So it really depends on the item, the product, concept, the potential market, I guess, as well. Appreciate there may not be much that can be said at the moment, but any news on Gundam The Origin Part 2, and if you'll be doing the Japanese release like you did with Part 1? Yeah, watch this space. We... That might not be the only Gundam thing I have to talk about in the next few months, actually, so... Uh, stay tuned. Gundam it. I was going to say my, the only Gundam thing. <laughs> Gundam thing. Well done, Kerry. I well know. done. You're getting into it's the hang Friday. of these Gundam jokes. <laughs> Uh, I guess on that note, folks, we're going to start to wind this down now. But I do want to say, like, we're getting quite, we're getting some good production-related questions in, and we've not touched on all of them today because we want to save it for when Cat is here. Because you may have noticed a, a distinct lack of Cat in segment two. Uh, unfortunately, she's not in today, but the Cat will return. Have no fear. But we are going to do a production-themed podcast at some point. So if you've got questions for that, please save them up. We're going to try and cover as much ground as we can because I'm sure some of you guys are very interested in it. But I guess before we uh, before we depart here, any other business, guys? Anything else we want to touch on, make a note of, address, yeah. something you find funny? Yes. Watch Space Dandy Season 2. It's so <laughs> good. All it's so good. Uh, I was, I, I was <laughs> it's time for your nap <laughs> no, now. No, no. Time for your nap. <laughs> I, this is like, I, I've, I've enjoyed everything we've, we've gotten. Um, I've QC'd a lot of it, and sometimes when you, you know, you're doing English and Japanese and Blu-ray and DVD after a while, it gets a bit tiresome, but you know what? Every time I saw the end, or like, towards the end of second season of Space Dandy 2, I've been like, ah! You oh. pick up more. You Thanks. benefit from multiple watches, I'm just gonna say I, that. I would say that, like, in fact, that Carrie will have other shows she'll enjoy this year as well. I will, Speaking I of, will. I'm just, like, stuck on... I, I was actually thinking, you. maybe we should create the Kerry Space Dandy Bingo <laughs> drinking game. So every time Why I mention Space Dandy from Kerry, take a shot. No, I'd be ruined <laughs> by... Be drunk I'd be ruined the by the first ten minutes. <laughs> um, no, like, um, there are a bunch of licenses still to be announced this summer and this autumn, mm-hmm. actually, from us. Some pretty exciting ones, actually, I've signed off on just now. Um, so definitely watch this space. And from myself, Jeremy, from Kerry, we'll say Kat uh, as well, because she was here at the start of the show. And from Andrew, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.